Well, thank you very much for uh, joining me this morning um, and, and sharing some of your experiences, your thoughts about um, the way in which this community is changing and your own experiences with that. Maybe we can start and you can just describe to me a bit about where you live and some of the, the sort of how you'd characterize the area, like the, your, your neighborhood mm-hmm. and which, where you live. I live on 74 Church Street. Yeah, neighborhood's nice, close to all the schools and mm-hmm. stores and mm-hmm. churches, everything. Okay. Is that downtown? Yeah, up off uh, Benton. Okay. King, Benton, and Church. Okay. Okay. So, I like it handy. So, I just come down and take the bus. I take the bus to walk to the kitchen every day, so. Mm-hmm. And you volunteer at the... I do. I've been there for 12 years. I've been to this old one right here. Uh-huh. And then I've been there since it opened. Okay. And what, in that time, 12 years is an interesting amount of time to sort of discuss what kind mm-hmm. of changes have happened. Um, what are some of the big changes you've noticed in the last 12 years since you started volunteering at the soup kitchen? Big changes downtown, you mean, or all yeah. through? Every, everywhere. We can discuss, you know, we discuss different different changes in different places within well, the, well, the region. Well, one thing, the ion, mm-hmm. another thing, all the condominiums going up. Okay. Downtown area. Mm-hmm. Which I think they should have more a grocery store down there. Mm-hmm. Instead, they got like restaurants, bar, restaurants, bar, all the way down King Street. All we have is the Dollarama and Shopper's Drug Mart. Mm-hmm. The only two to shop in. Yeah. That's what I don't like downtown. Yeah. You got all the way to Barry Mall, Constable Mall, whatever. Yeah. And when you say we, all we have, who, who's the we? Or well, what? people around, like everybody in my building is senior citizen pretty well, eh? Mm-hmm. They want to go downtown, pick clothing up, or groceries. They say they have to take their walkers, their scooters, or whatever, and go hit a bus and go way out for shopping. Okay. Out with the fresh go or that. Well, if we had a grocery store downtown, instead of a condo going up, or, mm-hmm. you know, or instead of a restaurant going up, put a big grocery store mm-hmm. up there. And some big building that's opened up, you know? Yeah. Yeah, so what are your thoughts on, you know, you mentioned the condos that are going up. What are your thoughts on, on all these condos going up? Well, my thought is there's a lot of people in social assistance out there needing housing, like cheap affordable housing. Mm-hmm. They're tearing these houses down, like two and three bedroom houses mm-hmm. that they could rent out cheap to the low-income people. They tear two or three down, build a condo there. Mm-hmm. If the people with the money can afford the condos, the people that can't afford the money live on the streets. Yeah. That's yeah. why we have so many homeless today. Hmm. That's my way of talking. Anyway. Yeah, that's. I mean, that's something that I've, I've. Yeah. So you never thought of that, eh? I have. I have, but maybe yeah. not. Not a lot. But you go to the kitchen. You just see how many people come in the homeless. Yeah. When they could set up on, say, a, a house or even an old factory that's closed up, make rooms, put somebody out there for supervision. Mm-hmm. Be somebody there, so many hours here, and then somebody so many hours there. Mm-hmm. Run the place, give everybody rooms to live in or apartments to live in. Mm-hmm. It'd be better than tearing it down mm-hmm. and build a big condo for everybody, right? Yeah. Well, yeah. not everybody, but the people that can afford it, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. And there's, there's a lot of people out there that's got more low income looking for places. Mm-hmm. Where's their options? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where are their options? Where are their options? That's yeah. right. No, like where they don't have any. Yeah. Because of the well, just not the condos. Like, uh, okay, for example, uh, 
they're making a building into a computer or a technology or something, eh? Mm-hmm. And there's lots of buildings that's empty that's, uh, lots of them that's empty that they could have for computers and technology mm -hmm. and leaves a little section of places for people to live. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You can make apartments out of a lot of those factories. Yeah. Even rooms, you know? Mm -hmm. And have somebody in supervision, like, to watch the place and be there for them. Yeah. Maybe a social worker along with it or something, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. Now, you mentioned... Oh, that, that's my way of looking at it, you yeah. know? Yeah, no, it's very, very because interesting. Because what are these people going to do? It's only going to get worse with all the condos and no houses. When are they going to bring some affordable houses in? Yeah. Or the other ones? Yeah, yeah. They don't get much of a chance, you know? Yeah. Now, you mentioned that um, these two, three-bedroom houses that get knocked down to make way mm -hmm. for condos. Are there any example, like specific examples? Yes, it's Scott Street. There's two of them on Scott Street. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. They look like they're good, solid houses, too. Mm -hmm. All boarded up, ready to come down for a condo. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And there's some, matter of fact, uh, Weber Street there, what, three, four years ago, they ripped that whole side of the street down. The other side um, of the train tracks. Yeah, like, up, but, is up by Louise and all that right. way up. Yeah, yep. they ripped all those houses down. Mm -hmm. But there's people out looking for places to live. Yeah. And do you know what happened to those people? Yeah, I, I worked for one family up there, Cleveland, and had, he had five kids. He had one with Ostium. They had um, no, a four-bedroom house, and they had five kids, and they had, he had to make a special part of the basement for one child to learn with his parents, eh? And uh, he had a hard time finding that house. Mm -hmm. He'd done it all over and everything, made a move. They put him living with relatives, living with other family, members of Chile for find a place. And it was a long time before he found a place. He had to shift the kid's school system. He had to shift the little boys, run the little boy further for his osteism class, wherever yeah. he was going. Yeah. So it was really hard for that family, you know? Mm -hmm. And among the other ones, I don't know what happened there, but, you know, that's one I know for sure. Mm -hmm. And he waited a long time. His house got knocked down, the roads go up. You know? Yeah. At least if they want to do something, at least one knew something. They could um, maybe uh, make sure these people have a place or something first. You know what I mean? Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. But as far as that goes, I don't know what else. But yeah. Yeah. I mean, people do need place to live, whether you low income or well, to have money, it pretty well have to be. What, a lawyer, technology, mm. or, well, I don't know what you have to be. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, either way, you know, you have to have more of a chance around here. Mm -hmm. And I find they're, they're closing everything up. And when you find that people live on the streets, whether you're old or whether you're young, you become into the drugs, maybe, you know, into breaking enters, to support yourself. Mm -hmm. And who put you there? Yeah. Then what's a big condos going on? Yeah. It's the way I look at it. Yeah. So yeah. So your point of view? <laughs> I I I um. You agree with me, or like you don't agree with me? Like, do you find that it's good for the condos to go up and ion and all that? Or I 
I try and say as little in these interviews because I yeah, want to hear I know, what you, I know. what you just, think. Yeah. But but I I tend to agree with what you're saying about this in terms of yeah, um, the, we're losing like, and what I'm trying to understand move too fast. Yeah, what I'm trying to understand in my research is is you know there's a lot of talk in the newspaper about what we're gaining, mm-hmm. like new condos and how much investment, and I want to understand what we've lost. Right, so how much housing is actually being lost and mm-hmm. not being replaced, and what's happening to people who are forced to leave? That's right, and that's what I want to understand, yeah. and that's what I want to try and bring into the the, the debate. Okay, so, but you say they're gaining. Who's gaining? Well, that's a good question. Say who's gaining and who's losing. We know who's losing, but who's gaining? I don't know. Who do you think's gaining? I don't know that. <laughs> you know the whole. Who is gaining? Yeah. I don't know. There's a lot of money to be made in housing. There is. um, That comes often at the expense of people. Housing, like condo housings? Yeah, you can buy a condo and you can rent it out. Mm -hmm. And you can make money on it. First, how do you get the money to buy a condo if you want assistance? Well, yeah. Say? Yeah. Um, So like you, I would like to see much more genuinely affordable housing. Yeah, for Um, the ones that, um, just not on assistance, but like have a low-paying jobs, mm-hmm. for example, right? Yeah. You have a low-paying job, then you've got to pay what rent you have to pay if you're living there. If not, well, your groceries, everything adds up. Mm-hmm. If you have a low-paying job, you don't have much money. Mm-hmm. So if you had a affordable housing, it would help out a lot. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I think it's becoming a much bigger issue. It than, is. Bigger issue uh, than what they think. Yeah. And it's only going to get worse. Yeah. Why do you think it's only going to get worse? What are they going to do to make it better? There's no affordable housing going up. Mm-hmm. Do you see any housing's going up? Uh, there's a big section from where Harvey's is on King Street. Uh, King East, uh, Cedar on down to Cameron and yeah. Madison. There's a big space right there that they cleared off to build. Well, they're not building affordable housing there. They're building more condos there. Yeah, yeah. That one might... Is that one... That one might be rental, but it's not affordable rental. It's no, no, higher, no, it's rental. Yeah. Apartments and yeah. going up, but yeah. it's not affordable. No, no. But there's nothing out there that is affordable. Like, yeah. where are they if there is any? So, Everybody's looking for apartments today. But one bedroom is like two ninety right now. Oh, two ninety. I mean, ten ninety right now. Wow. Like for a one bedroom. Wow. Nine hundred. One bedroom years ago. You could get for like six hundred. Mm-hmm. How long ago was that? Do you think? Oh, maybe eight years ago. Okay. We rented a whole house eight years ago for ten fifty. Mm-hmm. Now, homes today you're looking at fifteen, sixteen. Yeah. Right now, uh, a two-bedroom apartment is going for twelve hundred. I called up for my son, like he was looking for an apartment. Mm-hmm. Everyone I called, 1100 1200 There's nothing any lower than that yeah. for a two-bedroom apartment. Yeah. Now, that's not low, you know, that's lower the, where are the low prices. Yeah. There never is any more of those. Yeah. Everybody's raising the rents now. Yeah. So if you're on something like ODSP or OW, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. how do you, what, what do you do for housing? Like, what are your options? Well, there are options. If you get um, 584, I think it is welfare. I don't know. I'm not on welfare. Yeah. But if you get, I think it's 584 and you only allow 300 or 400 for housing, mm-hmm. where can you get a room? Room still is 650. Yeah. 500. Yeah. That takes all your check. What do you got left? $84 on a $500 check. Yeah. 
What can you do with that? Yeah. That doesn't even feed you for a month. Yeah. yeah. See, uh, even disability, 10, 50, or whatever for disability, you get a, a room, 650, whatever else, you could maybe go a little bit on that because you got like maybe 400 left to work with there. Mm -hmm. Depends on your hydro and whatever you got to pay in groceries, you know. Mm -hmm. But still, disability, if you're on disability with two kids even, you're trying to get yourself a three-bedroom or two-bedroom, you're going to pay a high price for it. Yeah. That's going to take a clear disability and you're going to feed those kids too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And probably pay your hydro. Yeah. Not too many places you get any more first and last anymore. Or like, um, everything goes up. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So do you see this then at the soup kitchen? Do you see people coming in these situations? Oh. Every day. Every day. Yeah. And it's getting more and more. The more and more homeless ones out there too. Mm -hmm. Young ones, I mean young ones, mm -hmm. you know, yeah. out on their own. Yeah. They could have, like like I say, a big, uh, big building of some kind to make rooms. Mm -hmm. Supervision, like run it the way you're supposed to, yeah. orders them, laundry rooms, showers and everything. But to go by orders, what you got to do, if not, you find yourself in another place, basically. Mm -hmm. And charge so much, they get on disability welfare. The rent's paid, they have a place to live, off the street you go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But it's not that. Yeah. See, so they give them a room, and just some places right in the room. You know? Mm -hmm. Nobody there much with them, and, you know, they don't know nothing, just what they come out of their, off the streets with. Mm -hmm. You know, drugs. Yeah. Awful, awful. There's a lot of that going on. Yeah. But once the young ones get in the street, well, where are we going to live? Then you get on the street and they start doing their, you know, drugs and everything. Mm -hmm. After that, they don't care about housing. Mm -hmm. Their housing is their housing on mm -hmm. the streets. Yeah. But if they're given a chance, it might become something. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's half of it too. Mm -hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, that's my opinion, but I don't know. I think the other things just weird system, like. Mm -hmm. Because there's a lot of places like this. This is becoming like a small Toronto city. Okay. Why? In, in my ways, it is. Um, all the buildings are starting to look like condos, like Toronto City. Mm -hmm. uh, but Toronto, one thing I can say about Toronto, it's got lots of streets with clothing stores, grocery stores. It's got more on the streets than we have here. All we have is a restaurant, a bar. Restaurant bar. If you walk down King Street, that's all you see. Mm -hmm. Restaurants and bars. Mm -hmm. And a few banks, whatever. Mm -hmm. You don't see a grocery store, you don't see nothing. Yeah. And why do you think that is? <laughs> why do you think we're seeing all these restaurants and bars? I don't know. That's why I don't understand. What's all this restaurant and bars, you know? Yeah. And we got them maybe three shawamas close together. Mm -hmm. A couple of years, time to close up. Yeah. You know? But why don't they just open up a nice stores that we can use. Like downtown years ago, like, what years is that? Maybe 70s, 80s? They had a Walmart, they had a Kresge's downtown, they had a, a Zayers downtown, uh, they went across from um, Shoppers Drug Mart. Uh, Buds? Uh, Buds was there, yeah, but there's one up the street. It, uh, Oh, that's what they call that. Oh. 
King's Thunder, something like that. No, the one across from the shop is Juggernaut, anyway. That big building. It used to be full of grocery stores, um, clothing stores, and everything. That's all dropped up. Mm-hmm. Now that's all offices and that. Mm-hmm. You know? yeah. Bud's closed up. What are they going to do with that? Make that into a technology computer shop. Yeah. Yeah? Where's what we need? There's nothing downtown. Yeah. There's nothing. You used to be able to. There used to be a bowling alley, theaters downtown, lots of theaters. Mm-hmm. There used to be uh, stores like Nut Shacks, uh, entertainment centers down there. Mm-hmm. Cool. We play pool and ping pongs and that. There's yeah. nothing down there anymore. Mm-hmm. You know, there used to be a, a bowling alley, strand bowling alley. Where's all those things today? Not even a theater downtown on King Street. Yeah. Well, there used to be boredom down there. Mm-hmm. You know, so where's everything today? Yeah. That's why I find it much different. Now that the science coming in, well, taking up a lot more. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, like, what's, I don't know, taking up a lot of money that they could be used on housing, I think. Mm-hmm. We don't need that. I don't think we need it. The what? The, the ION. Okay, yeah. Well, you got buses that runs you down to Fairview Mall, runs you down to the other mall, mm-hmm. Conestoga Mall. Yeah. Buses that take you here and there, that just goes one way to another way. Yeah. The buses do the same. Yeah. So why do you think we have it? Well, I don't know. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Why do we have it? Mm-hmm. We don't need it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Why, why do we have it? I don't know. That who thought of it, I don't know, but I don't think it's a smart idea. Okay. In my mind, you know. Mm-hmm. There could be better things than that in this city. Like I said, this city's growing up more, and I guess that's, they think that's what's everything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> so you lived here all your life? Uh, I was born in Baden. I lived here, I left home. Fifteen. Had a guy here, and I went and moved to New Brunswick. I had two kids up here. We worked in tobacco fields. Okay. Two kids up here, and I went to New Brunswick. And I lived down there quite a few years, maybe 12 years, mm-hmm. and then I moved back up. Okay. So I've been back here since... 1990, full stay. Okay. I wasn't back since that. Right, right. So. Right. And what's the biggest change you've seen since moving back here? The biggest change? Well, like I said, a lot of the things downtown changed for one thing. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like... I could take my kids down to the theaters to watch movies and things like that. I could take them bowling downtown. and mm-hmm. There's so many more things to do downtown. Mm-hmm. And now it's changed so much that what do you do with young kids after they're the only things park? Mm-hmm. Huh? If you live around the downtown area, and I lived like on Cedar Street and Weaver Street, all along the downtown core. Mm-hmm. There's always lots for kids to do pretty well, you know. Yeah. But now, there's, I don't find there's much to do, mm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. 
And we've 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 talked about the condos, but what do you, I mean? There's a lot of new people who are living downtown. Yeah, yeah there are a lot of new people. Um, and what do you think about the way in which the population downtown is changing? Of who lives down here? Well, the population. Yeah. I found that those. The uh, condo that moved in up on, uh, what street's that? Young Street, that new one they put up mm -hmm. there, it filled up awful fast. Mm -hmm. Because like I can look out my windows on Church Street and I can see that building at night. Mm -hmm. And there, it looks like every unit in that building's full mm -hmm. with lights. Yeah, It's filled up that fast. Mm -hmm. And then the one down further from me, it, they just built it and it seems to be filled right up. So. Mm -hmm. It has grown up a lot downtown mm -hmm. to what it was, yes. Yeah. yeah. What it was. And do you think there's a, a divide between the people who were here already and new people moving in, or is it is it quite harmonious well, or I find there's a lot of people moving in. But but they bought a lot of like immigrants, Muslims and everything in, eh? Mm -hmm. Well they help put the population up too. Mm hmm Yeah. But I find that they come in, but they find houses a lot quicker for them. Mm hmm And even the the ones that have low rentals that can't find a place on the bottom of the list. Mm. Why is that? Mm. You know? Yeah. Well, that shouldn't be either. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a lot of housing going there. But just downtown is building up. Just mm. not downtown, all over is building up. You see the traffic building up. Mm -hmm. You see more new faces every day, you know? Mm -hmm. It's really, population's really going up here. Yeah. You know? yeah. And you see all kinds of like things. All kinds of people you know, from every country here, and you know, and that's the way it should be. Everybody yeah. should be percentages, of, you know, yeah. Yeah. be welcome in the place. Yeah. But I say it is growing up since a lot of people moved in. And, mm -hmm. and what do you think? I mean, there's a lot of new tech companies. Oh, oh. What do you think of that? Yeah, but the way I look at it, in order to get a job from now to years to come for the younger generation, they're going to need high education, mm -hmm. like technology jobs, big university, and, yeah. you know, yeah. for them to get any work. Mm -hmm. So therefore, they're going to have to make big money in order to support the uh, place to live, mm -hmm. because everything's going to be high. Yeah. So the kids today have no education from now on, that don't go to school, they're not going to go very far, mm -hmm. the way I look at it. Yeah. But the way that technology is, if a lot of them go to their self smart education, like my grandson, he's in grade 11, going to grade 12. Mm -hmm. He wants to be a bank manager. Mm -hmm. You know, well, that's, that's enough, but, you know, you got to build more of his education. He wants to keep going. Mm -hmm. But if there's a lot that want to not have the education, think, well, we don't need to go all the way to university and all the way to yeah. this and that. They don't realize how much it's growing with mm -hmm. technology and stuff, that they need all this education in order to get the head in the years to come. Yeah. Because there's no cheap jobs anymore, like in a factory or like lots of factory jobs before. They go in at 17, get a factory job, you know? Mm -hmm. And make, well, make the payment that they did then, like in wages. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because yeah. I know we were cheap here and like we've done the tobacco field but I worked at Savage Shoe for a while that's been years ago okay was that a shoe comp made shoes a shoe factory or was it, sorry what was it a shoe factory Savage Shoe yeah okay and where was that factory that was down by the park uh, the street was that Schneider Ave 
old factory's still there. They use it for something else. Schneider, I had my mother worked there too for 18 okay. years, and I went in. I was, just before I head for New Brunswick, I think I was 16 then. Okay. Worked a year there. Yeah. Yeah, and I know the wages then was very low. I forget what I made then. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, there aren't especially. But there's in, not like factory jobs like that anymore now. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. You do to. Like in, in order right now to get a job, it's uh. You have no computer for one. Mm -hmm. You know, no all that technology. Me myself, I don't know first thing about a computer. Yeah. I've never used one. Yeah. And if I was younger, I need to start today. I don't go nowhere because that's all it's going to be. Yeah. Anything shop online. Mm -hmm. Everything's going to be doing that shortly. We're all of us. We do. Shop. I can't even help my grandkids with their math right now. Yeah. I don't know the first thing about it, right? Yeah. yeah. But they know all about the new math and everything's with the new year coming on, eh? Mm -hmm. Everything in the new year, all the years from now, it's all going to be everything that kind of math and mm -hmm. technology, computers, and everything like that. Yeah. yeah. With a little education, people that don't know anything now, like a lot of these people in the streets, you know, they don't know how to get a job either. Mm -hmm. Because they don't know the first thing about technology because they didn't get the education. Yeah. Maybe they didn't have a chance. Yeah. Maybe they just didn't want to, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. Technology's building up higher. Like a lot, they're making a lot of computer shops and, mm -hmm. you know. Like I believe Bud, they said, it's going to be that. Computer I think so. Line. Computer yeah. uh, um, companies. Offices and their computer things, yeah. Mm -hmm. It's going to be... I was talking to some people that was doing it there. That's what they said. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A lot of it around. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with the term gentrification? Have you ever heard of this term? What is that? Gentrification. It comes up sometimes in the newspaper. It's basically when an area is poor or lower income, uh -huh. wealthier people move into the neighborhood. Many of the poor people are displaced, and they have to, they're forced out of the neighborhood. And the whole social character of the neighborhood changes, so it becomes a wealthier mm -hmm. neighborhood. Um, does that, if I, if I explain it, rather than to say what the term yeah. is, does that... Where are these ones that are pushed out, though? Well, that's a good question. They're often, often further out. There's nowhere for them to go. Yeah. That's you, why we need low-income housing. Yeah. Do you see that happening? Oh, oh, big time. Yeah? Big time. Yeah. Anywhere specific? Right? Anywhere specific in terms of oh. places, streets, neighborhoods, buildings? Um. Well, not really, but I've seen like a lot of our, uh, a lot of our people that had big buildings and they turned them into apartments. Mm -hmm. Took people that had welfare and like give them a cheap place to live. And they got all together moved out mm -hmm. because they renovated the place mm -hmm. and moved people in, charging them like $1,700 a month. Yeah. And they were high-class people. Yeah. And they built them up just looking real modern and everything. Yeah. So the and same the same out. building. You yeah. Mean, they the renovate the building. building and, the same yeah. building that had all these low-income people in. Yeah. yeah. So one, yeah, one, one example that I've heard people talk about is, I think it's 48 Weber. 48 Weber. Yeah. Bad. Yes, what do we used to have low-income people, lots of low-income people. Yeah. Everybody went out of there. Now it's all, all brand new stuff in it, but new walls, whatever. Mm -hmm. All brand new uh, 
bridges and stoves. And yeah. Phew, the place was up, and these poor people moved out. Now they got people in there that working in, in offices and everything. Mm -hmm. Moved into these places, and they're all done up just nicer condos in them. Yeah. I was in the 48 Weaver when it was with low-income people, because yeah. I used some friends in there, right? Yeah. And then after they went out, I went into it after that. Yeah. And what was the difference? They had apartments there. Apartments is that they don't look like the same apartments. They had them all done up real well. And you had to, basically you had to have a good job and all this, you know, da-da-da-da. They put you through the whole routine yeah. in order to get in there. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And your friends that lived there before, mm -hmm. what happened to them? Where did they go? Well, some of them were on the streets. Yeah. Some of them got helped by, like, um, Lutherwood. Yeah. Some got helped by the St. John's Kitchen. They job there and went through the working center like that. And some of them got jobs, a place to live there. Mm -hmm. And, like, um, sometimes the jobs come out through the working center, deliver flyers and stuff for weeks. They have the ones that like had no places they could kick out of. They would help them by doing them like the little flyers and mm -hmm. they'd make a little extra money to help themselves along until they got places in that, eh? Mm -hmm. There's a lot that had no chance like that. You know? Yeah. But now I look at 48 we were today. Nobody on low incomes in there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just not 48 Weaver. There's one on Young Street up further, too. Yeah. Yes, yeah, the corner of Young and Weaver. Young and Weaver. Okay. The black one. A black, or kind of a blackish dark yeah. colored house. It's here, and then the other one's here. Yeah. And then there's one up here, the big brown one's got the arch in it. Oh, That's, yeah. Yeah. And have they been done up as well, or are they yeah, still... Yeah, they do everybody out there. Well, they made the whole place. And okay. So what what happens? Does a does the landlord just say you have to leave, well, or how no. does it? Well, basically said they were going to be overhauled, overdo them. Yeah. Everybody had to get out, and when they do them up, the rent's going to go higher. Mm -hmm. So they have to take new tenants in. Yeah. So these ones that was there didn't have the opportunity to go back there again after they got it done because they raised the prices and they said they wanted new tenants all in. Do they tell them they want new tenants? Or? They told the ones I knew that wow. new tenants would come in. and You know, basically they had to find somewhere else. A lot of them could stay there for a little while, and then all, a lot of drug addicts were in there too. Right? Yeah. And, yeah, they had to, had a mess there for a while with yeah. them too. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I believe that's what's changed the whole role on it, likely, eh? Sorry? Probably that's what's changed the whole role on it. I don't know. Mm -hmm. But I know there's a lot there. They had an awful hard time getting them out. Yeah. By the time they cleaned all the mess and renovated them, you know. Yeah. So that was one. But it's just not Weaver. There's other places out there too that you know. Well, are there, are there others you can think of? Because this is what I'm I'm trying to um, sort of understand where this is happening and, mm -hmm. and you know what it means for people. Um, so I'm trying to determine because I think this is happening more than people often yes, think yes, and so yeah. I'm you know I I've heard of a building on Union Street where this is uh, happening in uh, by Sun Life there Union and Park oh yeah sort of um, but if there's other examples you know of where these these the same building and the low-income people get kicked out and mm -hmm. wealthier people move in like can you think of other examples yeah there was one over top of Casablanca 
You know, okay. Casablanca is on King Street. King Street. Um, uh, you know where the Mayfair Hotel used to be? Yes. Okay. Yeah. We're down that aisle towards that little grocery store, that little convenience store. Mm -hmm. Straight beside that. Okay. There's a record shop at the end. I had a friend that lived upstairs there. Mm -hmm. It was in the old apartments were old, mm -hmm. but they were cheap, eh? Yeah. Heated and everything. He lived up there, and uh, he told all the tenants that they had to be out within two months' time. Mm -hmm. He's renovating the place. And these old ones had old bolts and that in them, because mm -hmm. it used to be, I don't know, an old stores or something. Mm -hmm. I mean, they used to old buildings. And an old elevator that was in the place, and big, long sets of stairs. Well, they said they were going to do it up. And when they, you could move back in, but the rent would be very, very high. Mm. So he moved, and he moved down to College Street, no, 99 College, I believe it is. Okay. It's 99, 119, something like that, yeah. on College Street. Yeah. And uh, the landlord told him, the new people that took it over, that it's up high now. And they got security at the bottom to get in. Mm. Brand new elevator in the place. All the places are done up with new appliances and everything. Yeah. Doubled its price. This is where he, he had to leave? Yeah. The place he had to leave, yeah. Because they, they had to do all the apartments up. They all had to be renovated all over. So mm -hmm. everybody, just not him, everybody in their place moved. Yeah. It was And that was on King, on King Street? Yeah, above oh. Casablanca. Above Casablanca. And is Casablanca still there? No, Casablanca's gone. That's that... Uh, uh, Shwaba restaurant opened. Okay. Shwaba and some other, not in, is it Indian, European? Okay. Something like that. Okay. They opened up on the bottom. And that, is that further east on King, or is that? No, right down by where the old Fairview, or the old um, Mayfair Hotel. Mayfair. Okay, yeah. And there's a little, be a little convenience store there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right, in front, right beside it, used to be an old bookshop. And okay. Records and everything. Else. Right, okay, yeah. In that place there. Yeah. And there were old, old plaster walls and everything in there. Mm -hmm. They were very cheap rent. Yeah. But they all had to move out. They renovated them. Well, this man had a hard time to find a place, mm -hmm. but his friend worked enough to get him into where he was, as okay. he is now. Okay. 19, where the other ones went. The other one, Lisa, that I know, she moved up here to the one on Weaver, the black. One up there in the corner, we were young. Mm -hmm. She lives in there now. Yeah, and that one and hasn't the, been renovated yet, has it? Uh the one she's in is renovated. The other one's getting renovated okay. now. Yeah. And one or two moved to Cambridge, mm -hmm. and they all scattered around. Yeah, one's down by Fairview, but only these guys had to try to find apartments that they could afford at that time too. Yeah, yeah. They could come back, they said. Some of them could come back, but mm -hmm. they had to pay the high, high rent. Right. Because they'd done all this over. Yeah. There's another one that changed. Yeah. So they had to find places. But right now it's hard to find a place. It is. If you don't find a place right away, you got an option to get it, you don't get it, or go look at another one, mm -hmm. you lost it. Because by the time you get back, somebody else got it. Yeah. They go so fast. Yeah. Yeah. You know, there's not enough housing here. Yeah. We're yeah. short of housing, but... Yeah. Yeah. Now, are you in a place that's are you in a place that's fairly stable or? Yeah, I'm at, on uh, Seventy Four Church, but which is um under can be housing. Okay, so sub subsidized housing. Subsidized okay. housing. Yeah, but uh, we have no superintendent. We have no uh, 
the landlord pretty well. Right. Or anybody's looking after the place, you know. Yeah. So, yeah. But a, a decent place to live in, you know. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> and does it mean that that rent is affordable for you? Or, yeah. Um, rent's affordable. Okay. It goes up uh, based on your income. Right. Yeah. Right. So, if you start off with on um, maybe a disability and then you go to an old age, it goes basically with your income. Okay. And right. Raise. Right. But yeah, they're used to, well, some of them you have to pay your heat and hydro. Mm hmm. Some you just your hydro, mm -hmm. and then some's included. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And how does that compare with, um, say, renting through a private landlord or renting one of these private rooms or something? What's the difference between well, being in. in so if you get a, an apartment, like, uh, say, where there's only like two other people in the place, like uh, maybe a, a house that has apartments in it, it's, uh, well, where I am, there's eight floors, so I'm on the eighth floor. Mm -hmm. And uh, there are people with different languages, whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, they're all in there. See, I feel like I'm hovered among everybody. I stay by myself, basically. Mm -hmm. um, too much gossiping and stuff in the buildings. I don't care for that, you know? Mm -hmm. I like to have an apartment where there's maybe one other across from me and one maybe upstairs or something, you know? Mm -hmm. But it's hard to get a place like that today. Yeah. Yeah. You really gotta, you know, pick and choose, I tell you. Mm -hmm. It's really hard to get a place. Yeah. And then, like, my son, he was looking either for one bedroom or two bedroom. He still hasn't found one. Mm -hmm. Everyone he goes to, he looks at them, and then, you know, by the time he gets back to them, they're gone. Yeah, yeah. Mm. See, okay, here's your application. We'll put your application out. While you're doing that application, somebody else is bringing their application back. Yeah. yeah. And they get accepted, and you go back, but it's already gone. Yeah. Yeah. And that's how, too. Mm-hmm. Then you go look for another one, and, you know, after a bit, you might get one, but... They, like you say, they go so fast. Yeah. That's what Luther would told them. Like, you see one, if you can grab it, you grab it because like it's not going to last long. Yeah. Yeah. And is it easier if you look further out, like away from downtown, sort of by Fairview well, yeah. or Cambridge? Yeah, or yeah. He's done that too. He doesn't like Cambridge, but he's he's done them uh, for the part of Weber. He was even looking some of the Highland Road. Mm-hmm. No. Might have one now, I don't know, but he's thinking of it anyway. Mm -hmm. But yeah, they're very scarce. Yeah. And very more, cost more money. Yeah. Costly, you know. So. Yeah. Yeah. So looking forward, what do you think um, Kitchener, Waterloo, Kitchener is going to be like in five years? Uh, I don't know. That's. Uh, a big debate. Yeah. If it keeps growing the way it is growing, as busy as it is getting, I really don't know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How that would grow. Uh, I don't know. Yeah. That's a big thing, like, in five years it'd be growing up so much that, you know, 
where you are, I think you better stay where you are. Yeah. Because it's, there's not going to be any worse than Jews to come, but I find that there's going to be a lot more condos because they keep going up, mm -hmm. going up. It's building up. Mm -hmm. Five years' time, well, you match children. From now, it's going to be a different generation for them when they get five, five years from now. Mm -hmm. I think so. Mm -hmm. For what the kids see today, like 13 or 14, in five years' time, 18 or 19, you know, they're going to find what a change it is, you know, mm -hmm. like it's mm -hmm. some different than it is before, like uh, in a lot of ways, just not finding work. Mm -hmm. And jobs, everything's gonna be looking different. Yeah. Yeah. You know, so yeah. much economy going on and like I said, the rail, what else is gonna be here after the rail? We don't mean? know. After this rail system comes in, what else are they gonna bring in? Yeah, yeah. Nobody knows that. Yeah. Yeah. So you you sounded a bit skeptical about the, the ion. Yeah. Um do you think you'll use it when it's they use it, but what's wrong with the bus service? Mm -hmm. The bus goes to Conestoga Mall, the bus goes to Fairview Mall. Mm -hmm. yeah. Now they're even changing their stops. Yeah. They're not going to be going into the mall anymore, they're going to be stopping over beside the Leon somewhere down along there. Yeah. But it's still a bus loop there. Yeah. Taxpayers' money's all going to this ion mm -hmm. that's just going down the side of the tracks, rip the roads all up, messed half the piping up and sewage problems, got to keep ripping the roads up every little while. To put tracks in for an ion. Mm -hmm. yeah, and I find the problems you're going to have with that. Yeah. I find I was in a bus going to the kitchen one day and this was down turning by Goggle. What's that street called? Gargle and Charles. Mm -hmm. He's coming out and he's turning up Charles from the bus terminal. And the, the uh, ion is coming one way, straight down. Mm -hmm. The set of cars is coming straight down. They got a fence over where they're doing that condo building. Yeah. This bus turned and he couldn't make the turn. Mm -hmm. Because the train thing was out. They had so much room for this line of cars here. Right. The bus is sitting now, and he's just hesitating. You know, what am I going to do? And he honked the horn, honked the horn for these guys to move all back. Mm -hmm. Cars to make the turn. Mm -hmm. And he's saying to the person next to him, I don't know what we're going to do. He says, because I don't think it's going to work very well. Mm. Yeah. Now making those turns, because you got that eye on here, then you got a set of cars here, and you're making a turn on this side. That road is narrow. Mm-hmm. It's going to make it hard because that bus is wide too. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And that bus driver didn't notice that. Yeah. All three together, after just a line of cars there, you pull over some. Mm hmm. But, yeah, that was quite a tight fit in there. Mm hmm. Yeah. You know, so, that's another thing. I think yeah. I've had a lot of accidents with that, you know? Because mm -hmm. they go quite a clip when they, they sit down that they're going to make them go faster. Mm hmm. Yeah. Are people going to wear? Pedestrians gotta be aware of that. Mm. You know? Well they gotta get used to it. A lot of them just wait for the lights cross, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. They gotta think there's another set of lights there too. For that ion. Yeah. I find a lot of them are going to probably get hit or cause an accident or yeah. something by that. Yeah. 
The city's getting big enough to have it as far as that goes, but I don't know. Mm -hmm. I really don't think it's necessary, but some people think it's a good chance. Mm -hmm. you know? But I say with the buses are doing their job. Yeah. Do you use the buses a lot? Pardon? Do you use buses a lot? Um, Difficult of malls, yeah. Mm -hmm. And rainy days, instead mm -hmm. of walking from my place to the kitchen, mm -hmm. I bust down. Mm -hmm. It leaves you right off of the driveway. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the only one don't take you that far. It yeah. takes you just to come to mall, da -da, but yeah. I take the bus there, so. Yeah. I don't know if I'll even get on the train very much. Mm. I'll get on to see what it's like, but. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Yeah. It just takes you up there, up and down the street. Well, you can do that on the bus. Mm -hmm. They said there's more room on the train or whatever, mm -hmm. more seatings, whatever, but yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. a difference. But I know it's costly. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. And the fares are the same. Mm -hmm. Because you can use the cards and everything and on the bus or the... You can. It will be the same fare. Yeah, where I thought like they, they jumped that train thing yeah. up in price, eh? But yeah. they kept everything the same. Yep. Yep, they have. But they planned on putting the bus... Buses up in price, I think twenty five cents more or something, three fifty. Okay. So the train will probably go the same. But mm -hmm. yeah, mm -hmm. you gotta yeah. pay something. You gotta pay for the train. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, eh? Yeah, yeah. Anything else that you think we haven't covered? You'd like to share of your experiences of how the area is changing, about what's happening here. Um, you've been very clear and, and provided me with a lot of information, particularly about some of the, the these houses that are being renovated or knocked down. Uh -huh, I mean, this is uh -huh. this is where I want to, to find out more more um, information about. So this yeah. would be very helpful. Um, but is there anything else you think would be worth sharing or discussing or not really, I don't think. Like is there anything else you need to I think check I've on? covered a lot of a lot of ground and as I say mm -hmm. it's really about understanding those lived experiences mm -hmm. and, and trying for me as well with some of this housing stuff, it's trying to uncover what's happening where, you know, there are statistics that the region has and there are statistics you can look at with the census and with big data and so on mm -hmm. about what's happening. But I think they don't tell a complete picture of what's happening with housing and how places are changing, and it doesn't tell you anything about the lived experience of that. Yeah. So that's why I'm doing these interviews, because even, yeah. even something like 48 Weber, I don't know if that shows up in statistics that are used to measure how an area is changing, because mm -hmm. it's still rental. Yeah. Um, and if anything, um, maybe it shows the opposite of what it's uh, of what's actually happening right if it's people paying very high percentages of their income yeah. on rent because it's they don't make much money and then they all get kicked out and the rents go up mm -hmm. but people earn more who are living there it might actually make you think if you look at the data the percentage of people paying a very high share of their income on rent will go down so that looks like a good thing mm -hmm even though everyone's left and new people have come in. Yeah. So understanding that process through these interviews um, helps to, to really shed more light on what's actually happening. And if we know what's actually happening, 
um, with a more complete picture, then mm -hmm. we can hopefully advocate for policies that protect people from this sort of thing from happening, yeah. right? Or if, um, you know, personally, I, I, I would like to see if that happens, if, if somebody buys a building and there are people living in it, mm -hmm. then there is, a there is a duty of responsibility that the owner has, if they're going to knock it down, to provide housing at or, the same price yes, for the people who are there. Exactly. And provide a temporary accommodation while that space is being That's redeveloped. That's what it should be. That's what I would like to see. Um, and I'm seeing, I'm hearing more and more stories of that. Of, I even spoke to someone who, um, who knows that at some point, everyone in her building will have 120 days notice from mm -hmm. when they have to leave. Mm -hmm. But they don't know when that's going to come. Because the whole site, a big site is being acquired mm -hmm. that includes many, many different properties to build, you know, to eventually knock everything down and build something new. But it's only when they're prepared and ready to knock everything down that they give people their notice. So, like, they know that they're going to be d dis displaced, but they don't know when it's going to happen. Mm -hmm. and, and it's sort of those kind of stories that I think are very important to document because it can, kind of gets lost in this. Um, you know, what's often a very celebratory discourse of look at all the investment that's coming, look at all the new development, look mm -hmm. how much better things are getting. And then my response would be, well, better for who, right? Mm -hmm. And what are some of the perspectives that maybe don't fit within that? And that's what I try and do with my, with my work, is yeah. to understand that. Well, there's a little totally vengeance beside that... Um Casablanca store. They so closed, they went out of business. Which, little, which one? A total Convenient okay. on King Street. Mm -hmm. The Chinese couple owned it. Yeah. And uh, they closed the store up. There's apartments up over that. Mm -hmm. uh, the store owner said that there's new management taking it over mm -hmm. and they pay them the rent and then they give you the orders after that. Well, these people could stay there for so many months and pay the rent to these people that owned it. Mm -hmm. Then they come along and they said, now we're going to make arrangements to get the place tore down because that's where the condo's going, eh? Yeah. So now you have 90 days to get out. That's three months' time to find your place because we're going to demo it. Yeah. Well, there's still two people in there that are looking for a place. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, they had lots of time to find a place there, but he's instead of renovating that, they're going to knock it down. Mm -hmm. So they definitely have to go. Yeah. So, like, if they give them three months to find a place, one girl hasn't found a place yet. Yeah. The other one thinks he has one. Mm -hmm. But, like, they're, they're paying cheap rent there. Mm -hmm. Very cheap. And now they got to bump themselves up half that over. Yeah. Yeah. And this Just, is the where the Casablanca used to be? No, or no it's inside it, Casablanca. Okay. The upstairs one's all rented out. That's where the new parts were they made it all fancy and everything. Right. And they rented that out for a real high price. Yeah. But then this is a little store, a total convenience store, that's hooked right onto it. Okay. It's got about three or four apartments upstairs, rooms and that. Yeah. And they all of them live in there. There was five of them. Okay. And this is this building is going to be knocked down. This one's going to be knocked and down. That's at King and. No, right across um, on King Street, right across yeah. a matter of taste, pretty well, if you know what that is. Yeah. Right across this little convenience store that's closed up called Total Convenience. Okay. They closed okay. up right over top of there. There's apartment buildings. So mm -hmm. There's people that live in there. Okay. And like they got to be out right away. Like yeah. three months are pretty well up. Yeah. So that building will buildings. be knocked down, what, in the next month or so? Or? Yeah, because they're starting on condos shortly there. Okay. So as soon as they get 
they won't, they're going to knock her down. Wow. And they're having, they said they, or she got a place, but it's doubled the rent. Wow. Also she, downtown, or? Also, yeah. Yeah. And it's doubled the rent. Yeah. Plus then she's got to pay her hydro, everything's inclusive about over there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's another, I mean, that's another um, thing that I'm starting to hear more of is, is the apartments above stores. Uh-huh. That was some very affordable housing. Maybe not very, yes. very nice, but that's, that was some cheaper housing very that was up there. Yes. And that's getting lost. It's either getting knocked down or it's getting renovated, right? Yeah. That's, and when they renovate them, they're going to put all new appliances and yep. fix the walls and everything. Then they jack the prices up yep. then. Yeah. Yeah. They double the price. Yeah. See? Yep. So you know further ahead yep. to go back there yep. because you're getting the same income mm -hmm. and you got to pay double that amount. Yeah. So that's taking more of your income. Yeah. Yeah. So doing that to those places aren't any good, but they're not going to make this one over like they did the Casablanca one. Mm -hmm. This one's coming down. Right, okay. Because that joins on to, uh, you know, that condo stores there on King Street. It looks like a little house there. Yeah. With a young condo, it's called, and it's an yep. office to put the office. Yeah. That's coming down. Okay. That's where the big condos go. So that's going there and where the convenience store used to mm -hmm. be, is that? Okay. It's talking from there, the condo, the whole parking lot there. Yeah. The big condo there. Yeah. So that store's got to come down right to the end of the other store. Right. And then the, the big condos in behind that condo building there. Yeah. And that's going to be the head office, I guess, or something. I don't know, but right in behind there is where the condos come in. Okay. So that's where they turn that little place down. Right. Do you know what was there before they had the little condo store? Or? What was there before that? Oh, uh, yeah. I believe it was just that parking lot, full okay. parking lot, yeah. 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 Full parking lot had trees and grass around it and rocks. Okay. And then they put that storefront there for condos. Mm -hmm. The parking lot's still there. Yeah, okay. Well, when I go to Dollarama um, after this to get the, the, the gift cards, I will walk past there and have a look. Because I'm trying to, as you're talking, I'm like trying to figure out where yeah. this is and, and um, okay, trying, well, to, trying to visualize it. So I'll have a look. and. Uh, okay, if you don't matter, it tastes right across the room. That tastes, yep. You'll see the big condo store yep, there. I know that, yeah. Okay, and right beside mm -hmm. that, right hooked on to where they're advertising, you see a little old, old convenience store. Yep. Little ones all closed up. Above there is those old apartments that I'm talking about. They have to move out. It's going to be torn down. Okay. Casablanca is hooked to that. That's yep. ones that people all moved out and they renovated it and doubled the prices on it. Okay. Okay. I know the guy moved on college. The other one moved up here on Young Street. Two of them. Yeah. Two moved. Uh, one moved to Cambridge. The other moved to Fairview Mall. Right. Okay. Yeah. They all found places. Yeah. Do you think they found places that were better? No. The, Oh, the guy on College Street, he's okay. Like, he's down to minimum half decent price that he can afford. Mm -hmm. But the other ones up here on Weaver, they're paying really high prices. Yeah. For rent, yeah. 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 But, yeah. Do, you, do you think any of them would be um, interested in, in sharing their experience of what happened with me? Probably if the right person, yeah. Yeah. Because um, I'm, you know, I've, I've, I'm particularly interested in if people have gone through this. Because mm -hmm. um, I'm getting a lot of really important information from you. Um, and this is, I think, really important not just for the, the work that I'm doing, but for the wider sort of advocacy around mm -hmm. affordable housing. Um, but I think it would, it would also be really useful and really insightful to hear from these people themselves. Yeah, so people yeah. who, who have had that... Um, you know, had those notices of um, 
you know, you, you have to leave and we're going to double the rent or you have to leave because we're going to knock down the building. That relaxes these it's, people there. It's those lived experiences that I think are, are really important yeah. to, to highlight. Oh, yeah, um, she, she, Frank herself. Yeah. But the other guy lives up there. They went through the big things trying to find places. Yeah. Um, and all their time's running out, so. Yeah. So I can imagine they're, that they're busy trying to find they housing are. and so on. But if you, um, you know, some of these people that you know, if you mention this project and if, you, if, they, if they're interested, mm-hmm. um, then I would be more than willing and, and, and able to meet them whenever it would be mm-hmm. convenient because I think that would be important. Um, to get their feedback. To get their feedback. They could probably <laughs> give you a lot of it, yeah. you know. Because, yeah. yeah, they're not the only ones that can. There's lots of them with the same problem. Yeah, yeah. But if they had more housing, it would be that problem. Yeah, yeah. But what's going to happen? Are we going to get more housing? Is the thing, eh? That's you know. That's a big thing. That's a big thing, and that's what I mean. I'm not a politician. I'm not a. I don't work for the city. I work for the university. Mm -hmm. But that is certainly what I, you know, if I have some privilege in this community in terms of being able to speak and some people will listen being a university professor mm-hmm. that's what I try and say every every time um, and even things like okay the bus station is closing mm-hmm. right and that that bus station is going to be torn down um, so then the question is what do you do with that land and the standard way of doing things if because you and I as residents of Waterloo Region, we own that bus station, mm-hmm. right? Okay. We own that land. It's, it's publicly owned land. So oftentimes that publicly owned land is sold to a developer, sold for the highest amount, right? That's and right. the city says, okay, well, we c- it's good for us because we get the most amount of money and we mm-hmm. can do other things with it. Mm-hmm. Um, my approach is anytime there's publicly owned land, so that could be all these parking lots that the city owns, right? City of Kitchener owns a lot of parking lots downtown. City of Waterloo owns a lot uptown. We have a, a, a housing affordability crisis, and it affects people at Big various crisis. social social levels. Uh-huh. Um, that building more condos doesn't seem to be solving, right? Yeah. So we have this, we, but we also have this land that we own. We mm-hmm. don't have to buy it. We don't mm-hmm. have to acquire it. We don't have to pay anyone for it. We own it. But we don't have to save it. What they're going to build it. Sorry? We don't have to say what they're going to build on that. Though. Yeah. Well, but we, as if we own this land, mm-hmm. why not use it to build the affordable housing that's, that's right. needed to solve the, the, these crises or address it? Because selling it to a developer to build condos isn't going to address it's those not. housing challenges. It's not. So that's where I think there's actually a big opportunity. And this is what I keep telling people, and this is what I want to research in more detail. Are there examples of other places done it? What are the limitations? Because it's not always as simple as, okay, well, we've got a parking lot. We can just put up, put up our own affordable housing. It's, mm-hmm. it's, it's a bit more complicated than that. So what are the challenges? But what are the opportunities? And we have so much land downtown that's empty. Yeah. Um, and, yes, a developer buys up a, a block and they own the land. There's very little that you can do to influence what gets built. Exactly. Very little. And very little to, in terms of affordable housing that you can actually inject into that. Mm-hmm. We own the land. First of all, the cost of building is cheaper because you don't need to buy the land. Mm-hmm. And secondly, we can decide what we want to do with it. And I think there's a real value of not going for what's 
going to get the most money in terms of a sale of a le- of property or a leasing property, That's right. or what's going to achieve some of the other challenges that aren't being addressed by the way we're doing things now. So that's what I'm trying to, to advocate for. And then learning more about these experiences of what people go through, um, for me, gives you know, more weight or more meaning or more of an arsenal of, of experiences that then I can say, well, this is why we need to do this. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and so that's why it's important for me to document these experiences. Yeah, I yeah. see. So I didn't want to give too many of my thoughts about this in the, in the main part of the interview because I wanted to really hear your ideas and, yeah. and, and that. But, I, you know, we're certainly on, on the same page in a lot of these, um, well, that's, these ideas. Well, um, definitely need more affordable housing. Yeah. But these condos stuff going up is not helping the yeah. low-income people at no. all. No. You know, I went through it. I raised eight kids. Wow. I had eight kids. Wow. <laughs> and, like, that's impressive. We had a house, and then when I left my husband, I was on my own with these eight It was four of them anyway. Wow. And, like, we lived on some low-income housing. Yeah. You know, but now today, they, well, they rented out or sold properties or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the rents went up higher. Yeah. And I rented a house for six fifty. Wow. The whole house. Yeah. Today, ten fifty. Yeah. You know. Uh, and if you can get it today at that you know, get mm-hmm. something now. Yeah. So yeah, it's 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 not an easy thing. Yeah. You know? And if you got nothing to work with, how are you gonna get them? Yeah. Yeah. Just nothing out there. Yeah. Something's gotta change. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time today. Okay. Uh, it's been really helpful.